Welcome to episode 48 of the Omra Gaming Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Manny, and as always, the band is back together. I'm here with Matt, and I'm here with Steve. Hello to you both. It's good to see your faces. The boys are back in town. Boys are back in town. Yeah, we, oh, we, no. we are good at it. We're just the worst. <laughs> How are you doing, Matt? You weren't here I'm last good. episode because you had a work thing. Oh, yes, I did. How was your work thing? Um, it was. Wait, what was the work thing? Oh, the happy, happy hour. hour. Oh, I didn't even go to it because I was sick. Sucks. Yep. So I stayed for like a little bit, or I tried to stay, and then I just ended up going home and sleeping. That sounds like adulthood to me. You look great, yes. though. So. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you really rebounded. Uh, Steve, what's going on with you? Looks like you got a little bit of a haircut. I, I like your fade. I did. I did get a haircut. It was nice. uh, a long time coming, really. I, I hadn't got a haircut until like uh, since like the week before uh, Psychali's wedding. The so. wedding. Yeah, yeah, I needed it. That was actually the last time I got a haircut, and I got one last week. So. Yeah, it was time. It was time. But I'm I'm doing well. You know, work's busy, so I'm just trying to enjoy my free time with some uh, lovely folks like you and some good video games. Good video games. Good people. Papa John's. Uh, Ugh, well, it's good to hear no. both of your voices at the same time, because it's been a while since that has happened. So I'm happy that we're all back together. And I'm also happy because this is episode 48 of the Ombra Gaming Podcast. Guys, we're closing in to 50 episodes, which is kind of crazy. And I'll tell you what, this is a very special episode because it's our one-year anniversary. We're one. It's our birthday. We grew up so fast. All those sleepless nights... The screaming. The night terrors. Constantly having to wake up in the middle of the night and comfort Manny. I don't know about these nighttime comforts, but I'm a little bummed I wasn't invited, so Jesus. They're the most comforting. Uh, Yeah, it's our one-year anniversary, and that's what episode 48 is all about. We're just going to have an informal chat about what the last year has looked like, the things we're proud of, the things we're excited about, the things we have accomplished, the things we have been challenged by, and everything in between. Uh, We have been doing this. For a year, for a calendar year, and that's very exciting. So that's the topic of the podcast, uh, but we're going to kick things off with a new game <gasps> called Steam or Steve. So it's a little game that we made up. I'll have Steve explain it once we get to it, and I'm very excited for it. But before we even get to that, it's time for housekeeping because the house is gross. First up on housekeeping, please follow us on social media. We are at Ombra underscore gaming on Twitter and at Ombra gaming on Instagram where you can keep up with all of our latest content, all of our pictures, all of our jokes, our memes, and all the things in betweens. I got to keep doing that. That was one of my favorites. We would love it if you could follow us there, and you can also follow us on Twitch because we stream almost every single day of the week on a variety of platforms. So you can find us at twitch.tv slash ombra underscore gaming. We would love it if you followed us there too. Uh, I recently streamed some Doom. It was very fun. Uh, We've been streaming Spider-Man. That sounds very fun. Uh, what else have we, uh, Overwatch as always, and all the things in between. Ooh, a little bit know? of Forsaken from our resident Destiny fanboy, Matt. Yeah, a little bit of Forsaken from our, what's the, what's the word when you like? Flip-flop? It's not a flip-flop, read the article. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great segue because we also would love it if you checked out our website where all of our content lives, including every episode of the podcast and every article ever written in the last year. Every single article we've ever written is archived 
in leather-bound books in very tall shelves oh my God, at ombregaming.com. So go check us out and go check us out. You need a library card, though. You do need a library card. That's true. And if you like what you're seeing on ombregaming.com and if you like our streams at twitch.tv slash ombra underscore gaming and if you like how we hang on social media, feel free to support us at patreon.com slash ombregaming where every single dollar will go right back into the show and help us be the very best podcast we can possibly be. Like I stated a couple episodes ago, we are breaking even thanks to you guys. So thanks to our patrons. We have covered all of our costs for subscriptions for um, all the equipment we have and for our monthly, you know, the bills that we have to pay for our domain and our website and everything. So again, thank you to our patrons because you guys are amazing. So if you want to join that rad group of supporters, you can go ahead and do that at patreon.com slash Ombra gaming. And of course, just like every episode, this episode, this very special one year episode is brought to you by nerdiest brands which is a fantastic website that features products from vendors and designers all over the world, no matter the nerdy fandom. So go grab some rad nerdy gear at nerdiestbrands.com. That's N-E-R-I. That's not right. It's N-E-R-D-I-O-U-S brands.com. And, of course, thank you to them for sponsoring the show. Let's get it started. Also, call us at 347-509-5620. Let's kick it off. It's time for Steve or Steam. Well, you already got the name wrong. It's Steam or Steve. Steve. Steam or Steve. Let's talk to the steamer himself, Steve. The steamer. He'll steam you. That's gross. So what Steam or Steve is, is literally just a reimagining of Faker Flop. Because as so many people love to point out, that a lot of those games weren't actually flops. But Faker Flop rolled off the tongue much better than Fake. And maybe it was successful, but either way, it was still a weird game. That just isn't a good title. partial success, yeah. So we decided to switch it up. We're doing Steamer Steve, where I went through the Steam library of games, found and some weird ones. Them. I steamed them. <laughs> found some weird ones, and then I also created some fake ones. So I'm going to read the title and a brief synopsis of each game, and Matt and Manny will have to decide if it was an actual Steam game or if it's a Steve creation. And as I you'll remember it. from Faker Flop, I had some damn good creations that probably should be developed. It's true. Very good creations. Let's get steamy. Let's get steamy. With the steamer. <laughs> Welcome to Steamtown. USA. All right. Are you ready for the first one? Steam me. I'm just going to keep using steam puns. So the name of this game, Regular Human Basketball. Synopsis. A crazy multiplayer experience where up to 10 local players will compete in one-on-one basketball games using huge robots. The catch is, each player will control certain aspects of the robots, meaning teamwork is essential. Hmm. What's the title? Regular Human Basketball. It sounds fun. I feel like I would have like heard about it if it was real. Can you read the description one more time? A crazy multiplayer experience where up to 10 local players will compete in one-on-one basketball games using huge robots. The catch is, each player will control certain aspects of the robots, meaning teamwork is essential. So meaning... It's like five on five, but each person on each team has to control like an arm or a leg or something like that. Yeah. I'm going to go with Steve Creation. It sounds like it could be a VR game or something. You're going to get 10 people locally to play (laughs) VR together? Just a bunch of people (laughs) bashing into each other. Why don't they just play basketball at that point? (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to go with Steve Creation. There's this great game called Basketball. You play it outside. I think it's a Steve creation, too. So you both are on the Steve creation bandwagon. 
Yeah. We're, we're the steam train pulling into Steve <laughs> Creation Station. <laughs> Steve Creation Station. That's a good one. Unfortunately, that's oh, not the correct fuck. exit. It's a steam game. That's not the correct no exit. Way. You not just said that's not exit. the correct exit. We got on the wrong train and got off at the wrong the stop. Wrong exit. You guys got off at the wrong stop because that's a Steam game, not a Steve creation. Really? So what tripped me up was 10 players locally. That sounds like 10 people in a room with 10 computers or one computer. Either way, that sounds like a lot. Well, you just need like two keys per person on a keyboard. Yeah, probably. So it's like 10 should, hands on man, one keyboard. I wish it was online, though, because then we could play it because it sounds hilarious. I mean, I just made that up. I don't know how you'd play it. Yeah, I because I literally just took like the brief synopsis that um what Steam gives. So anything that I read is either my own words or I yeah. literally just took it from the Steam website. So do you happen to remember how much copyright, this game costs? I didn't see the price. It can't it can't be that much. All right, one of our listeners, uh, buy this game and call in with a review with a minute long review of this game, and we will play <laughs> it on the next episode of the podcast. Yeah, for sure. I'd be very interested to hear about regular yeah. human basketball. And if we get more than one person who downloads this game and gives us a minute review, we'll play however many voicemails we get. We'll play 10 voicemails from 10 people in the same room playing human basketball. Human basketball in VR. All right, next one. Two-minute delivery. You need a summer job to pay for school tuition. You've stumbled into the most fast-paced pizza restaurant of all time. Your boss demands all orders to be completed and delivered within two minutes of the order being placed. Master your cooking techniques while also figuring out the quickest route to your customer's door. A second too late and you're fired. Two-minute delivery. It's like Paperboy. Sounds like Paperboy plus Overcooked. Papercooked. Overboy. <laughs> um, what? That's Here's Steve. The thing. I'm calling it This now. is a Steve creation because it's unrealistic because ain't no school tuition can be paid for by a summer job. Uh, I'm going to say Steve creation. <laughs> All right. You guys are good there. It is a Steve creation. You figured that one Ding, out. ding, 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 ding. Congratulations. <laughs> Rolling into Steve Station. Steve Creation Station with Overboy. Boop, boop. Was that your train? Boop, boop. Boop, boop. That's a small train. <laughs> so you, you guys are tied up <laughs> still. Is this is, there's no tiebreaker, by the way. So you, if, you guys, if you guys don't have like a, a set winner, there's no tiebreaker. So you're just going to have to be okay with oh, the tie. shit. Unless one of you just wins. You can always just win. Next one. Holy Potatoes, a weapon shop. A simple simulation game about a fantasy weapon shop managed by potatoes. Forge and sell strange weapons to even stranger potato heroes who will probably be eaten soon anyway. Holy Potatoes, a weapon shop. Can you read That's the description again? fantastic. A simple simulation game about a fantasy weapon shop managed by potatoes. Forge and sell strange weapons to even stranger potato heroes who will probably be eaten soon anyway. That's Steam. This is definitely Steam. This is definitely Steam, Steam, yeah. Wait, are you saying Steve or Steam? Steam. Oh, yeah, yeah, I agree. I think it's a real game. It is. That is a Steam game. I just love the potatoes. Yeah. I'm kind of interested Also, you get to, like, forge your own weapons. That's kind of cool. (laughs) All right, you ready? Next one. Which way does the wind blow? A beautiful and enriching experience where the player takes control of a tree from the first time it sprouts out of the ground until its dying day. Will you provide shade oh. to those who seek it or prematurely shed your leaves just for kicks? The choice is up to you. That's Which so way sad. does the wind blow? That's a steam creation. I'm going to say Steve creation station. All right. So we got a steam from Matt and a Steve from Manny. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Manny gets the point. It's a Steve <laughs> creation. It's bullshit. I was a big fan it's... of The Giving Tree. That was a good book. I was going to say, it sounds like The Giving Tree. <laughs> if The Giving Tree was an asshole and was like, I'm going to shed my leaves, motherfucker. Just for kicks. so sad. It is sad. Although, if I remember correctly, wasn't the tree in The Giving Tree kind of a dick to begin with? No, the tree was. No. Oh, it the, was kid, the guy. The, the guy was. The, guy kind of the tree just keeps giving on its own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until it's literally like, a stump. I met a girl. I don't need shade or whatever. Super sad book. It's really sad, but it teaches kids not to be dicks. Yeah, it teaches kids to not cut down trees and to talk to them. I guess I don't know. It's weird. Next one, superhero retirement home. <laughs> Ever wonder what superheroes do when they hang up their capes? Now is your chance to find out. You'll manage the ever-popular Rusty Fortress Retirement Home, where your job will be to keep the heroes entertained and out of trouble. Make sure lunch is delivered on time, or else you'll have 50-plus former superheroes stepping up to solve the crime. Superhero Retirement Home. Um, and it's entirely staffed by potatoes. Yeah, the, the lore actually connects the two games. <laughs> yeah. um, can you read the description one more time? Sorry, I keep asking No. <laughs> can you listen one more time? <laughs> I think it's Steve. Ever wonder what superheroes do when they hang up their capes? Now is your chance to find out. You'll manage the ever-popular Rusty Fortress Retirement Home, where your job will be to keep these heroes entertained and out of trouble. Make sure lunch is delivered on time, or else you'll have 50-plus superheroes stepping up to solve the crime. Yeah, I'm going to go with Steve. Steve Creation Station. It is a Steve Creation. I only needed to hear the uh, description once to get my guess, so I should get a half a point. You just want to have? I was going to give you a whole point, but now I'm oh, gonna I, I should get a whole point then. <laughs> I mean, we both get a point. You both get a point. <laughs> yeah, but I want two. Can I have Matt's two just points? Matt's making up rules. Yeah, well, it's, it's three to two, Manny. Next one. Don't pray to Satan. What if the Sims from Sim City were praying to Satan? In this strange God simulator, you have to monitor your citizens to keep them away from their favorite satanic cult. Don't pray to Satan. That's intense. Oh man, I'm gonna Satan go with... is a potato. It's just my favorite thing. I'm gonna go with Steve Creation Station. Oh, I'm going with Steam only because. Well, never mind then. I don't need to give my explanation. I will wait till afterwards. Okay. Please give me a point. It is a Steam Creation. That's wow. a Steam. Wow. My logic was that it said that it referenced another game. I've never heard a game description be yeah, like, what was, if this other game was a... Brr, 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 brr. Like, that's a that's weird, why but. I thought Steve wouldn't write it, because if he wrote another game's title into his description, we'd think it was a Steve game. Oh, all right. Well, Sherlock Holmes just called. He wants his fucking magnifying glass back, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all tied up again. Three to three. <clears throat> all tied. Just salty because we're tied now. Next one. Don't make love. Sounds like you need a win more than I do today, man. Wow. It's getting pretty dark here. <laughs> the next one. Don't make love. A weird yet thoughtful visual novel about praying mantis relationships where you can write your own answers. What would you do if you fell in love with a praying mantis? Is it really love? So there is a game where you like romance birds. And that's a real game. Had Toful Boyfriend? Sure. Well, th- well, this one's about praying mantises, so... Right, so I'm just saying that <laughs> it's quite possible this game exists. But this game is about a human falling in love with a praying mantis. No, it's a, no- it's a visual novel about praying mantis relationships. Got it, okay. I'm going to say Steam. I'm saying Steven. Steven Creation Station. <laughs> Steven Creation Station. It is Steam. 
God, fuck. Manny takes the lead, four to three. All right, this is the last one. All right. Are you ready? <laughs> the title of this one gets me every time I look at it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <clears throat> look, I have to try to read this seriously. <laughs> this is too funny. <laughs> That's why I saved this one for last. <clears throat> you ready? Yep. Whose shoes are these? <laughs> <clears throat> Take control of a very confused father who can never. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh man! <laughs> Take control of a very confused father who, who can never seem to figure out who all these. <laughs> <laughs> this is perfect. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's so dumb. For those listening at home or in your car, Steve is crying right now. His face is beat red, and there's tears literally streaming his face. Who's shoes are these? Who's shoes are these? I love how it's that he can never figure it out. Like every level, it's just him coming just home from work, know. being like, "All these fucking shoes. I only have three kids. What the I'm hell? Not, I'm not even done reading it. This is too much." Alright, take control of a very confused father who can never seem to figure out who all these shoes in his house belong to. (laughs) (laughs) Do do they belong to his children, their friends, or perhaps something sinister? (laughs) And and that's whose shoes are these. Oh my god. I want to know what that gameplay is like. Get out of the car, walk up to the door, open the door. There's just, just like, like just everywhere. <laughs> or this is just like literally like three pairs of shoes. And you're just <laughs> like, whose shoes are these? <laughs> but he has like a wife and two kids. So it's like very clearly their shoes. And one of the kids is like in high school. The other one is like four. <sighs> Holy shit. <laughs> I feel like this would have to be a click and point, like Detroit Become Human style game, <laughs> where you're just clicking on things and analyzing shoes. It's actually, it's actually written by David Cage. <laughs> and then, like, comparing it to your analysis of people's feet yeah. who are in your house. I'm going to go with a Steve creation. You're going to go with Steam. It is a Steve creation. Woo! Wow. <laughs> oh, man. So- when I when I was preparing this game, I just got all my Steam games first so I could get a, a knack for how Steam wrote their things. And yeah. the first game I you thought You did a of, really good job. The first game good. I thought of was that. And I was just like, I need to think of a fake game. And I literally just went, whose shoes are these? <laughs> and wrote a game about that. Well, the reason it's so hard is because there's so much garbage on Steam. <laughs> oh, Steam is a fucking mess. <laughs> like, there's a praying mantis dating sim on Steam. So, of course, whose shoes are these could be... a viable game honestly someone should make that game now whose shoes are these yeah Yeah. it's like um there's a game called who's your daddy where you play the baby and you have to run or crawl around the house and try to not get caught oh yeah yeah. so there's there's silly games all over the place you know awesome so that was steam or steve also known as steamer steve and the only accomplishment that you can get 
you know how you can get like all those different accomplishments on Steam? I'm like forgetting the word. Achievements. The only yeah. achievement you can get, there's only one. And it's you figured out whose shoes they were. Yeah. Or like the account like the achievement shows up and it's just like, Oh, these are Linda's. Like that's all <laughs> the achievement says. <laughs> um so that was Steamer Steve. Steve, thanks for coming up with that game. That was a good yeah, game. That was really funny. <laughs> yeah, that one's going to be uh, one we can go back to because, like we said, Steam is filled with some weird-ass games. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's keep the show going. And this is going to be kind of different because we don't really have specific talking points planned. We don't really have a specific structure for this topic planned like we normally do. But it has been a full year since we launched Ombra, which is insane to me. So we launched Ombra on October 1st, 2017, and here we are, a year later. Let's talk about some of the things that we have gone through. So I guess, like, let's start by, let's just open it up. What's on your mind? What are what do you think about the last year? What do you think about where we're at? Uh, let's start with Matt. What are you feeling here, a year into things? Yeah, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. I don't think maybe everyone realizes how much work it is. It's true. And like a year of sticking with a lot of work is, I think, pretty impressive. Um, yeah. Not to like pat ourselves on the back, but like. I think we should pat ourselves on the back. We put in a ton of time into this. I think if we just all pat each other on the back, then it's fine. Well, let let you want to like sort of unpack that. You want to talk about the amount of work that it takes to keep this going? Well, it's like, yeah, I don't know. Sure. Uh, so planning articles and writing every week. Doing a podcast every week takes about, you know, I'd probably say a total two hours for one night a week. And then just like constantly thinking about the next thing that you're doing, mm-hmm. planning topics for the podcast, planning games for the podcast. Like when you work a full time job and then do this on the side, for sure. it's like a lot because you also have to like keep up with video games and play video games, which like most of the time is very fun. And obviously that's why we do it because we're passionate about it. But like sometimes, sometimes you don't want to do it, you know, but like you have to do it. I feel like recently because of all the games that have been coming out and like, especially with like packs and like all of that and like life happens, but like, like there have been a couple of times in the last like handful of weeks where we have been playing video games to get a review out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like playing them more, like, I'm sure Spider-Man was a fucking blast, Steve, but I know that you were like, I want to finish it this fucking weekend. Like, A, because you wanted to play it, but also, like, we wanted to get a review out. We wanted to, like, put our voice out into into the world. But, yeah, man, like, and so, like, to further unpack what you were saying, Matt, like, we plan articles the week before, essentially a week in advance, unless, of course, there's, like, news, like, current topics Mm -hmm. that we write about, like, sort of impromptu. But we usually plan our topics a week out. We have essentially, like, a discord meeting with the group uh every every weekend where we plan out mm-hmm. you know we make sure that we have our weekly content schedule sort of ironed out um and the same goes for the podcast like we talk about podcast topics i would say even more than a week in advance like we we plan like three sometimes four weeks in advance especially if we get guests line up like there's a lot of planning that goes into it but like yeah my schedule today was like wake up at i woke up at eight Ooh. i know which is late Left for work at like eight thirty, get to work. I was there till six, commute home. Got home at like six forty-five. Then microwave dinner. We had a pre-meeting about uh, like the website and things like that. And then 
went into the podcast. So it's like I've been going since eight, and I'm still going. You're still going. You're on. I'm on. Not to mention the fact, like we, especially in the last couple of weeks, but like we have weekend meetings with the whole team that last like an hour or two where we talk about like marketing. We talk about you know what kind of events we want to go to and how we want to cover them. Uh, we talk about um, like guests and like the you know the more business development side of things um and like you know we're constantly trying to improve the brand and improve our voice and and you know improve our qual the quality of our content so we're like like we had a two-hour meeting last weekend we have another one <laughs> this weekend you know what i mean so like that it's definitely time for sure um not to mention every podcast takes like six to eight hours of editing i will say like maybe that's a little bit unnecessary and i think part of that is because i'm an asshole when it comes to <laughs> pod quality and i'm like oh i want to make everything as perfect as possible but it still takes a shitload of time it's a lot yeah. and steve's doing video editing yeah like that's the a lot of time take a shitload of time yeah so you're right i mean it does take a shitload good for us good thanks for, us. for that's listening one aspect of that it was episode 48 <laughs> and you know like when we were first starting out Honestly, we were just throwing things against the wall, seeing what stuck because, like, we were just learning as we went. And so, if we listen back to like the first ten episodes that we oh did, God. they're so it, bad. It's night and day how outrageously different it is because yeah. we we really didn't know how we wanted to format things. We kept kind of changing things up, and then it really took us until like I'd say like fifteen or twenty when we really found that stride and like fell into the format that we have now with the rotating games, the the specific topic, and the patch notes at the end with community shoutouts, voicemails. I don't think people realize that like just casually listen to us and they don't participate in the discord. Yeah. I don't think they would know that we do live in three different States yeah, and two of us have literally never met. <laughs> yeah. Matt and Steve have never met in person. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. But that's, that's insane. and that's the that's thing is like, funny. we, we had to figure out technology. We, and you know, we bounced back and forth. between. Google we had to figure out technology. I didn't know we how a to. phone worked a year ago, <laughs> but then on the same thing, like we taught ourselves how to edit, audio we taught ourselves how to get better with that and like yeah. make it sound good i i literally spent hours upon hours researching how to edit things on adobe premiere to edit videos like yeah i what i literally took a course like an online course with lynda.com just like watching every yep. video i could just to get the hang of it because like obviously it takes time to edit yeah. the stuff but like we had to learn that like for sure and not to mention like christine matt and and kate aren't here for this episode but like they put in a show of work too and they have full-time jobs too. And, you know, between writing and like editing, like we all cover each other when it comes to editing. It's crazy. I mean, like considering how much time we've put in to this content that we all love very much outside of like life. Like I moved a month ago or a month and a half ago. So like I couldn't edit the pod. Steve covered my ass for that. And then like I was recording in this room before I had a desk in this room. You know what I mean? Like, like, <laughs> dude. For, like, 30 episodes, I was recording with a Mac laptop on top of a mini fridge because I didn't have a desk in Yeah, <laughs> exactly. With, like, the air conditioner off in the middle of the summer, and it was, yeah. like, 100 <laughs> degrees out. Yeah. Um, and, like, yeah, we care so much about this. I'm doing this in air quotes, but, like, brand and, and like, the voice that we're creating for ourselves and putting it out there. Because, like, there's no denying that everybody and their fucking brother has a podcast, and a lot of them are about video games, you know, but I think one of the most important things to point out, and we, we talk about this constantly, but like our community is awesome. That's huge to me. Like the fact that anybody wants to listen to this and anybody wants to support us 
either by listening or sharing or tweeting about it or the, the patrons, you know what I mean? Like that uh, is without contest one of the most important things to me um, and like totally pushes me forward. Uh, when I was on Alex's podcast, um, The Superb Owl, which everyone should check out. It's a very good podcast. Um, but when he had me on the show, we were talking about Ombra and, and the creation of it. And I was like, yeah, on my phone, I keep a screenshot of the nice things people say about the podcast. So I have one of Faye's way back when he took a picture of himself drinking coffee in Norway. And it was like an icy, snow-covered landscape. And he was like, I think it was episode 29. He was like, listening to episode 29 and ha- having my coffee. And I was like, what the fuck, man? Like somebody on the other side of the world is listening to us and enjoying our content and drinking coffee. Like that's awesome um and then when like horizons when he joined our discord and he was like hey i just took a nine hour bus ride from new york city to canada and i listened to you guys the whole way like thank you and i was like fuck that's tight that's awesome i think the the community is one of like the coolest and like most ridiculous things about it is that we have i don't know we've met like so many interesting people and like have been able to play games with all of those people almost every night i'm playing either overwatch or dead by daylight with like obviously people i've never met in my life but like people who that found us and like really loved our content and then we've just like grown to love games together and like play together and that's just been like really interesting and just like a really rewarding part of it too absolutely and like get like when gabe went to texas and met david so like those real things and like even like for you know i'll speak for myself like doing this with you guys like steve you know we went to college together but if we weren't for like video games and stuff like who knows if we would still be in, like what would we talk about on a daily basis college probably not you know like um and like with you matt like we no longer work together you know what i mean but we get to do this you know every single day of the week and talk every single yeah. day of the week so it serves so many purposes i was gonna say my biggest takeaway from this past year is how like humbling it's all been because we're yeah. like who are we you know we're three people who love playing video games and love talking about them and we decided to put this little pet project together and see where it went and then all of a sudden we got people joining our discord we have people talking to us on a daily basis again people we've never met but who we all feel genuinely close to at this point because we speak to them all the time. We play games with them. So like, I've always said I'm always stunned when anybody even, like, listens to our podcast. Yeah. Again, like, who are we? Like, this is crazy. Like, when FaZe joined us and he's like, yeah, I Googled uh, – no, he's like, I looked up video game podcasts on Spotify. You guys right. came up. And so here I am in your Discord. And then he became a patron uh, – excuse me, he became a Patreon supporter – and, like, that yeah. was even more humbling when I saw that people were willing to give us their money, like, their hard-earned money, whether it be a dollar or $12, it doesn't matter. Like, they're yeah. giving us money just because they like what we do, and that's truly one of the most, insane, like, insane concepts to me. Like, I, I, I really can never wrap my brain around how generous all these folks have been and how awesome they are just to interact with on a daily basis. Like, that... It really opened my eyes to the good that the internet can provide because there's yeah. plenty of bad out there. But there I sure think we've is. we've carved out this nice little niche where we do have this welcoming community. Like I love seeing every time someone joins a Discord, there's like ten people. It's like, hey, welcome, yeah. welcome. How are you? Like, what games are you into? And then whenever somebody has like a birthday, happy birthday, or when somebody got married, like Sandra, like yeah. everybody's just yeah. saying congratulations. Or when Matt and Kate got their new jobs, like everybody was super supportive about that too. So yeah, it's just this awesome community with people who have 
probably never met. Well, there's like Tambo and all of them. They all like live together. All of them. <laughs> they, <laughs> they all live together. <laughs> they live together. Tambo, Magnum, Remy, and JJ all live yeah. in the same house. They all just live in the same house or something. They're just lying to us, saying that they live in upstate New York. Yeah. But but all jokes aside, like a lot of those people I've never met in person either. But like right. we we just have these awesome conversations every single day, and uh, it's where the connection. Like that's the thing we created this thing that's connected all these people together and whether it's six people or 600 people it doesn't matter like we have created something and that's what keeps me going is because like i know that whether you know we get a thousand listens next week or 10 listens next week doesn't matter we'll still come back and we'll keep yeah. making this content because again we're passionate about it it's fun like i love playing video games but I don't think you – I feel like you've all been able to tell. We all love talking about video games too. Like we right. all love sharing our fiery hot takes. So yeah. thank you all for listening because you honestly it's it's been a humbling year. Yeah. And I think like uh, most recently Liz was a great example of a newcomer who has come to us through a random tweet that had nothing to do with video games that I tweeted. And she followed the various channels and saw Umbra – followed Ombra on Twitter, saw the Discord invite, joined us there. And w- by the end of her first day, she w- – and it's insane, but she was like, this feels like home. And I was like, fuck, like that is amazing. <laughs> like that, that is like proof positive that we have hopefully created this, you know, sort of powerful and like positively focused entity, this content, which is, which is awesome. What is one of your favorite episodes? Do you guys have a favorite? I haven't. I just the oh question God. just came to me. Honestly, there's too many for me to even remember. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's literally almost fifty. So yeah, there's a lot. What was? Uh, oh, I really. I don't know. It's my favorite episode, but one that I really enjoyed being a part of was the one where we interviewed uh, the professor. Yeah, Doctor Joey G. Joey G. I thought that was super interesting. I loved like talking to him and mm-hmm. like hearing his perspective on things and like learning from him. So that one jumps up in my mind as like one of the most interesting for me. And that, I mean, that was one of the most widely listened to for a while. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In terms of content, I'd say that it was our best one. Yeah. But like, I think favorite for me is like, I don't know, some of the ones like even some of the early ones were were pretty entertaining, but I I think I have to go with the the first time we did the glitch report because I think, because there's two there's two reasons why and because the glitch report was one, hilarious i wasn't, wasn't there it. no i know, I know. <laughs> I, that has nothing to do with it you know we love you mine was actually e3 coverage because one <laughs> matt no i'm just kidding <laughs> uh, no the reason why is because we we did the glitch report which was hilarious like i i loved writing those little things i yeah. loved how we basically started that segment but then we transitioned into the conversation about toxicity in gaming. So it was almost like this yin and yang episode. Yeah. And I thought both segments played very well because we actually had a really thought out discussion about not just how to, you know, avoid toxicity or whatever it is, or just be like, Oh, just ignore it. Like we actually had conversations about like how you can combat it in positive ways. And we got a lot of feedback on that specific episode that it was a well-done conversation. And that really stuck out to me because it made it kind of validated that, like, hey, you know what? Maybe we do know what we're talking about here. A little bit, yeah. I think one of my favorites was the very first guest we had, which was Toot, which was Richard. Toot! Mm. Oh, um, yes. And, like, I think that was special to me because, one, it was our first guest. Two, it was Rich. Rich. Mm-hmm. It was Richard. 
I don't know if anybody calls him rich. I'm going to call him rich, which is cool because like he is such a dear friend to us. And he like, I'll speak for myself, but like he means a lot to me. And like, he helped me feel confident enough to like stream and confident enough to like, you know, I I definitely credit him as like such an important part of the creation of Ombra. And, and three, because like we really didn't know what we were, what we were talking about or doing that early in the game. And so it was cool because like we were, like go back and listen to it. I would encourage everybody to go check that episode out because like we just sound different. I think we sound more like vulnerable and we sound more like eager to create something. Um, and I feel like that because that was like our first real guest. I think that was like cool for us to be like, oh, like this is a this is a this is a platform. This is a, a soapbox that we can get on, bring people onto, and have these conversations and amplify that out into the internet and and create this discussion. So that was like really cool. Um, I enjoy that conversation a lot. Plus, he's like a super smart guy, especially when it comes to streaming. Like he knows his shit. So that was like, yeah, getting that insight from, you know, somebody I consider a friend was was really really cool for me. Yeah, and then like all the guests we've had: Joey G, Jimmy Good, you know, Emily, Jimmy Good, the, Emily the Barkis, only recurring guest, the only recurring, yeah, the two time champ, yeah, the like hashtagonist, the hashtagonist, wow. uh, Ian. That was like, a great conversation. That was a funny one. We've had some really good guests, and we have we have more lined up in the in the coming weeks. We have some amazing guests lined up. So keep an eye out for that. But, yeah, we've had some amazing people. I also really liked the, even though it's, like, a very recent episode, I think it's a really good one, the um, superhero video game one. Yeah, that one was yeah. I feel like that one was really good. I feel like we were super creative and, like, sure. also came up with really good ideas because we're so smart. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's, I love these little, like, one-off things we do, like, those little games we put together because it really gives us creative outlets, like, because... I get it, like I suck at drawing like I'm not a yeah. photographer or anything so like my creative outlet has always been like my imagination just thinking up weird fucking scenarios for fake games that I do on these right, right. <laughs> on these little podcasts yeah I'd also like to read selections from our first articles that we've oh, ever God. written oh Jesus what why so Steve's first article and the first article posted on our website October 2nd 2017 Omber reviews Destiny 2 PS4 review in progress. First line. After spending roughly 60 hours adventuring around space in the Destiny 2 universe, very confident in saying, this is a sequel that not only lives up to its predecessor, but surpasses it by a long shot. (laughs) It did up until the grind. (laughs) (laughs) We had some great times, though. I will say, yeah, I stand by, by that point, because I hadn't got to the end level grind. Yeah. By that point, I had a great time with Destiny. Me and Manny played through the entire campaign together. That was a lot so of fun. So much time. So I stand by that. The end game grind sucked. I remember there was one day that we were playing Destiny and uh, I texted you. I think you were working from home or something. I texted you and I was like, it was like 8, 8.30 in the morning. I was like, hey man, you want to like do a couple rounds or like play some Destiny for like an hour or two before I go to work? And you're like, yeah, yeah, that sounds good started playing like next thing i know it's like 4 30 p.m <laughs> like i think i i think i i called in remote Thanks, or something Manny. um <laughs> but yeah we had we had great times for sure and i will say forsaken is really good so yes i, I do in like that forsaken. sense in that sense review yeah. in progress no, forsaken, re- review in progress. Review in progress. <laughs> the rest of that review is coming keep an eye out omergaming.com slash read you know on second thought don't go back and read any of our old don't do it <laughs> don't do it <laughs> okay my first article, also published on the same day for some reason. We wanted to release multiple articles. October 2nd, 2017. 
the power of music in games. <laughs> I remember that. Oh yeah. It has like oh. ten views total. <laughs> My first line. The first game I can remember playing is the Lion King for Sega Genesis, which released in nineteen ninety four. You play as Simba as he grows up, and as a basic platform. I like this voice kids. you're doing. It's like a young, dumb, naive writer. <laughs> Even though it was a year ago. <laughs> I know. What's incredible is that while I have a foggy memory of the visuals of the level, what stuck with me the most is the soundtrack. Jesus. I know. You I thought was you so, were like, uh, like a fucking... An actual like video game reviewer. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember, though, when it was just, like, us on the team Discord, and when you posted that, we were like, dude, that was so good. It was so, so deep. <laughs> I remember my first article. Please don't read from it. Which one was it? October 19th. When games speak to us. Manny Perez, when games speak to us. Yeah. Oh, you used, like, a header font in this. Did wow. I? Wow. Is yeah. it inconsistent with all of the Fancy rest of our branding? And it's very inconsistent. Yeah. It says, there are a few things that can bring a game home for me the Fuck. way the in-game characters do. <laughs> I can look past subpar graphics, mechanics, and even music so long as the characters are well that developed. Was like a, uh, that was like a subliminal shot at you, Matt. Because <laughs> you were like, I what's know, most right? important to me is music. And I'm like, Fuck uh, music. You know what I love? Characters in my games. <laughs> God. Oh, wait, I love this line. But if you strip them down to their bare minimum of what conveys these things, what is left? Yo, IGN, I'm waiting on a call from you. Hire me. <laughs> I'm your guy. I can write all of your articles. This is God. a really long article. You got three likes on it. That's right. All three of them were nice. me on different platforms, probably. <laughs> uh, Christine's first article on January 11th, she did an Okami review. Okami yeah, HD. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, and then O'Neill's first article was, was the day after. Yeah. The Come experience one, yeah. a wrangle, a battleground like no other. Yep. Oh, yeah. There's like the, oh pam- the tourism pamphlet. Yeah. So I, I don't know. This was all very unstructured and kind of rambly, but at the end of the day, I think we're all very proud. We're all very um, happy with how things have been. And we all care about Umbra a whole lot. And, you know, from, from my perspective, um, so when I was chatting with Thierry at PAX, one of the things he said um, about like the last handful of months was that like he surrounded himself with people that were better than him. And that really stood out to me because like, that's exactly how I feel at Umbra. And this goes to both of you as well. It's like none, none of this would be possible if we didn't have each other to bounce ideas off of, to encourage each other, to shoot ideas down when they're bad, to, to cover you know each other's asses when we can't get content out in time and so i genuinely feel like this has only been possible because i have surrounded myself by people that are better than me in this content creation space and that have all these different talents that they bring to the table and so like thank you guys christine matt kate thank you guys and and of course like thank thank you to everybody who like listens to us and who gives a shit about the content that we create um, the people who have listened to every single episode, the people who have listened to only one, and and everybody in between. This is only possible because of the support that you guys give us. And here's to another year and many more after that. Wouldn't that be a thing? Before we wrap this up, I want to ask you guys what has been your favorite article that you've written. Um, the, My Monster Hunter article is my favorite. You did a good job on that Thank one. you. You're welcome. So I think the favorite article that I wrote, I don't know if it's my favorite, but 
it's the one that I definitely still stand behind and like believe that I'm right. Is the crowd control may ruin Overwatch oh, article? Interesting. That one got a lot yeah. of. That's like, uh, it, got it a lot is of a reads. good one though. Yeah, it continues to get views to this day, which is kind of cool because I wrote it back in May. But um, I still stand by the point that like if if Overwatch goes down the route of continually adding champions that have powerful crowd control abilities, like the game will continue to suffer. So yeah, I still stand by that one. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Steve? My favorite one was the when it was like Metal Gear's like twenty fifth or whatever anniversary mm. or twentieth anniversary. Yeah, twentieth anniversary. I wrote the retrospective where I could just gush about Metal Gear and Kojima. So again, thank you to everybody who listens to us, who supports us, who shares it with their friends, who has encouraged us, who has criticized us and, and everything in between. This is a crazy thing that we have been doing for the last year and I'm excited to continue doing it because Life is shit wall to wall, and this makes it a little bit better. Just kidding. We're all fine. Dark. We're all fine. Yeah, it is pretty dark. <laughs> We're all fine. Life is great, uh, but I love what we do, and I'm going to keep doing it as long as I can. Dark. <laughs> so good. So let's keep the show going. It's time for the part of the show where we update you on the gaming news that broke since last we spoke. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Patch Notes. <laughs> For patch notes, 09.27.18. Steve, why don't you go first? What do you have for news? PlayStation blog news again, and it's good news for all of those folks who were yelling at them about crossplay. Following a comprehensive evaluation process, SIE has identified a path towards supporting cross platform features for select third party content. We recognize that PS4 players have been eagerly awaiting an update, and we appreciate the community's continued patience as we have navigated through the issue to find a solution. The first step will be an open beta beginning today for Fortnite that will allow cross-play, excuse me, that will allow for cross-platform gameplay, progression, and commerce across PlayStation 4, Android, iOS, Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, Microsoft Windows, and Mac operating systems. We see the beta as an opportunity to conduct thorough testing that ensures cross-platform play is best on PlayStation while being mindful about the user experience from both a technical and social perspective. Finally, right? Just like, <laughs> is there anything yeah. else to say about this other than just finally? But what this shows is that like when they were saying all that stuff, because at first they had some pretty just just ignorant, like tone-deaf comments about it when they were first asked about it. Right. They're like, well, you should just play on PlayStation. And... I mean, I love PlayStation. I've had one since I was, what, like, seven at this point. But still, I get it. Like, I understand. I would love to be able to play online video games with my friends who only have an Xbox. So I'm all for cross-platform play. So I'm glad to see that their their later comments where they're like, hey, we're working towards something. Just you got to be patient. So I'm happy that that wasn't just all fluff. Like, I'm happy right. it wasn't like, yeah, we're working towards something, but it's going to be on the PS5, so you got to wait, like, till 2020. So I'm glad that they started doing it now. It It... it sets a good precedent for moving forward um i'm hoping that with uh, because i don't none of us play fortnite so none of us are gonna really get any use out of this but it's laying the groundwork so i guess thanks to fortnite for kind of breaking down that wall it's good to see i'm happy that sony's finally like yeah we should just open up the doors and let all of the other neighborhood children enjoy the fruits of our labor yeah Yeah, it's a great indicator for things to come there is a funny because remember when Nintendo Switch and Xbox finally did a cross-platform on Minecraft, and they had that survive together, and it was like green, you know, Xbox green and Nintendo Switch red. I saw a graphic going around Twitter that was like survive together, and then next to that was like PlayStation blue, 
and it was just like okay fine which i thought was, <laughs> really, that was awesome um, that's it yeah oh, finally yeah. yeah i'm glad it happened it's good for them i will go next uh my news is coming out of bethesda this is about fallout 76 and this is coming from tamor hussein over at GameSpot. uh fallout 76 beta release date for ps4 xbox one and pc announced and then the sub the subtitle is betas betas never change which i thought was really funny uh bethesda has released a new trailer and confirmed the release date of the upcoming fallout 76 beta as we previously heard, it'll come to Xbox One before other platforms, but we now know exactly when. The beta begins for Xbox One on October 23rd and October 30th for PlayStation 4 and PC. In an FAQ for the beta, Bethesda stressed that its purpose is to stress test and break the game, which means servers will be online during targeted timeframes so that we can get as many people as possible playing at the same time. Although specific times have not yet been confirmed, the company said that the play sessions could last anywhere between four and eight hours. Overall, the beta will go on until a few days before launch. Bethesda also said that players should expect things to go awry as beta versions of games tend to do. Quote, the beta is a work in progress version of the game. During the beta, you will likely see a glorious array of issues, many we know about and many we don't. Our goal with your help is to identify and fix any issues that arise in the preparation for the November 14th launch. We need all your suggestions and, feedbacks during, and feedback during the beta at launch and beyond to make Fallout 76 the best experience possible now and for years to come. So pretty cool stuff. Um, it's nice to know that there's a solid date announced for that. I believe in order to, yeah, in order to obviously access the beta, you do need to pre-order it. And then I think there's a lottery within that pre-order pool. Oh, I mean, I yikes. get it because they, they don't want to overload the server. Right. So, like, I, I guess I have no problem with that. But um, And I'm, I'm I'm almost positive about that. I should confirm. If you if you if that is the case, I would say just give it to, like, the first, I don't know, like, however many people pre-order it first. Like, they're the ones who get it. It says here, to play the beta on PS4 and Xbox One, you'll need a PlayStation Plus or Xbox Live Gold membership. Since Fallout 76 is an online title, the final game will also require these subscriptions. Uh, the only way the only way to get access to the beta is to pre-order the game at participating retailers or directly from Bethesda. Um, so it doesn't mention anything about the lottery, but I'm almost positive that is the case. Somebody leave us a voicemail if I am incorrect. Uh, Matt, to round it off, what do you have for news? My news is actually about uh, D&D, Dungeons & Dragons, because I lived through reddit drama for the first time ever wow. and i thought it was very poignant yes i've never been like in the reddit drama as as it was happening and it was just a very crazy experience for me um there's a app online called roll 20 if you play D online you've played like with other folks you've you've used roll 20 it's basically a, a tabletop simulator uh, that uses your browser where you can play with your friends. Um, and we've played a few sessions in uh, the Ombra community on Roll20. Um, and basically a Reddit user, and I have very mixed feelings about like Reddit causing change in companies mm. because of what happened with like ArenaNet and those two employees getting fired. And it's just like, it can be a force for good. It can be a force for bad. It depends on the situation. However, this situation was very juicy. This one user, Apostle O was uh, basically posted a bunch of screenshots of like he was banned by this other user called nolan t who was a moderator of the roll 20 uh, subreddit all of the moderators on the roll 20 subreddit are employees of roll 20 which like in the world of reddit is like not a thing you do 
if you're a company and you have a subreddit dedicated to like your video game or your console or something like that it's run by community members who are like have done moderating before have experience or like are fairly good at it right uh, and this was run by the employees of the company and so nolan t is an employee and um, i think like a co-founder or something mm. so he bans this guy apostle o apostle o shows all the screenshots um of like he like critiqued some aspect of it but as like uh a just not like super critical or anything like that just like you know this could be better or whatever and like nolan t says that oh his users is too much like another user that was banned and so they just ban him uh and then he reaches out to like support uh on the roll 20 actual app and they like stand by nolan t and so all this just like back and forth like typical like internet stuff uh except that this user nolan t the, the employee was like just a total douchebag like has no idea that like he's massively in the wrong um he still hasn't apologized it's been a few days since to like the community i know a ton of people have like canceled their subscriptions um yeah so it was like a just a massive mess just a massive massive mess uh and basically if you want my opinion on things roll 20 is like a great system however it's like severely underdeveloped it could be way better but basically what i've learned over the past few days is that it seems like the people behind it have just like sort of preyed on it being the best thing available you know and so have like they make money off it that's it they just like keep up with things and uh as long as they keep making money it doesn't really matter to them so Sounds like they need a community manager. Sounds like they need to like hash some things out as a company and just like reevaluate their actual values on like how they treat their customers and things like that. So, yeah, very interesting. Reddit drama. You survived. That's why I don't go to Reddit. That sounds like too much for me. Yeah. Well, thanks for the gaming adjacent news. And that was Patch Notes 09.27.18, where we update you on the gaming news that broke since last we spoke so before we close it out we do have a voicemail from a listener who identifies himself as jeremy aka mr nerdteacher.tumblr.com we're still putting the puzzle pieces together to figure out who this is he could just be a random listener but either way we appreciate the fact that he listens and that he calls in so let's listen to what jeremy has to say in this voicemail Hey guys this is jeremy uh, aka mr nerdteacher.tumblr.com I've been listening to your podcast, your entire backlog, for the last couple months, and just want to thank you for all the good work you've done. Uh, you three gentlemen and your associates are just kind and funny and forward-thinking and just exactly what I think the gaming industry needs. So I just thought I would call in and share some nicknames I've come up with you uh, for you guys. I was having trouble remembering which voice was which, so I have a couple of nicknames here. Uh, first of all, uh, is Grumble Steve, because I feel like you kind of have a little bit of a grumble to your voice. Not that, you know, you're negative or anything, but a little bit of a growl, so you're Grumble Steve. And then there's Matt, uh, with a long M at the front, just because I really love your voice. I don't know what that's weird to say, but I could listen to it, read the phone book, and, um, you're my favorite. Nothing, not, nothing wrong with those two guys, but, um, I just really think your kindness is really infectious. And then there's the Manny, because Manny, you're just the man, 
and uh, also when I imagine like a kind of a generic man NPC on the street, you're kind of the voice I picture. So anyway, um, thank you so much. I look forward to more episodes, and keep up the good work. What a nice voicemail. So, shoot us straight. Matt, shoot us straight. Do you know this Jeremy guy? He said your voice is inf- your kindness is infectious. No, I don't I'm you. just a very kind person. I don't believe I think he I think you're in on it. He says that Steve has this like husky, gravelly voice. Okay, he didn't use what either of those descriptors for Steve's voice. No, he said I have a growl. Yeah, to he my didn't voice. say husky yeah, or you... gravelly. I'm just using synonyms. Husky, There's husky synonyms. is a size thing. You just called Steve's voice fat. And then the synonyms for yours would be plain generic average. NPC. <laughs> he set he he set me up. He said you're just the man, and then he's like, also you sound like NPCs, many of whom don't that's speak in meant, video games. He that's when he meant you're not just the man. You're, you're just a the man. man. You're, just, you're just the man over there. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to say, however, that I believe that's our first caller of like someone we do not know. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, yeah, he could very well be our first fully outsider call. Uh, if that's the case, that fucking rules. Yeah, perfect one year anniversary call. Yeah, exactly. So, Jeremy, thanks for calling in. We appreciate it, and we appreciate the fact that you like our content so much, and that you yeah, thank you for the kind like words. all of our voices equally, including myself. Thank you so much. So now, before we close out our one-year anniversary episode, we do like to highlight a member of the community who's been doing some rad shit. This week's community shout-out goes to Liz, who's one of our newcomers to the Discord. Thank you so much for joining the Discord. You're awesome. She lives in New York City, holding it down with the rest of our New York City contingency, keeping it real. So thanks again for joining the Discord and hanging out with all of us. And just being awesome. She also supports us on Patreon, which is fantastic. So we appreciate that as well. So this has been our one-year anniversary episode. Holy shit. We're one. Ombreversary. Ombreversary. Folks, we have some very exciting things coming in the very near future. So keep an eye out for a lot of excitement to come because I think you're going to love it. So with that, thank you for an amazing year. And wherever you are, wherever you're listening from, We appreciate you, and we will talk to you very soon. I know you guys are, like, texting each other back and forth. I see your fucking smiles. You think I'm an idiot? Jesus Christ.